0: They're falling. You're watching. Welcome to Tight Ends. Falling after the draft. We're excited to be here. We got Corey. We got Lucas. We got Danny. It's getting riledy up in here. Uh, Tight End Fallers after the draft. Guys, get excited. Fallers uh, is today. Risers was yesterday. So if you haven't watched that, what are you doing? You go back to that video, then you come back to us and you, you get to hear our opinions on Fallers from the draft. So, without further ado, unless you guys have some crazy announcement, let's go ahead and kick this off, right? Let's get it done, boys. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, so, I'll start off, because because why not? I uh, was last uh, last time, and I'll be first this time, because uh, there's no reason for it. I'm not even going to back myself up. Jared Cook, welcome to mm-hmm. hell. Uh, faller of the draft, in my opinion, the first tight end off the board, Adam Troutman. Where'd he go? Oh, he's not the first. Uh, okay. He was like the the. Like
1: like the fifth tight end yeah, well, off
2: the second good tight end off Here the board go.
0: that's
1: what the i'm
0: only, trying to the only the only board. i like Kamat. i'm the only one who likes come yeah They got a team of tight ends uh so jared, <laughs> jared <laughs> cook, You can fill the lineup yeah so my my coming in number three i'm pretty sure tight end on this on the uh in the rankings jared cook is now gonna have to compete with adam Troutman. And, and all the other people that are going to get targets on offense, Emmanuel Sanders being one of them. Uh, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas as well. Uh, that's just a really crowded offense. And Jared Cook is not going to do what he did last year where he put up a standard tight end six and a PPR uh, tight end seven. Um, his 11-point average last year won't be sustainable. And Kamara is going to have a healthy season. So I am not touching Jared Cook at all. I wasn't touching him beforehand, and now that they've added yet another threat uh, in their passing offense, I'm not touching him even more. That's a hard pass for Jared Cook on on my end.
3: Yeah, I think... Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to mention, like Tyler mentioned, it was his number three tight end. Troubleman was my number one tight end. So getting him, you draft him, obviously high third round, like, end of the third round, but third round capital regardless. Uh, He's going to step in. Obviously, he may not become acclimated right away. Maybe Jared Cook is, like, I don't know, the number one option the first four weeks or so, but Troutman's too talented to keep on the bench, plain and simple. Once he learns that offense, once Sean Payton says, okay, listen here, we got a freak tight end that can absolutely dominate the scene and help out our offense. He's going to play, plain and simple. Adam Troutman, to me, number one tight end uh, talent in the draft. You're adding him to that offense. Uh, and to mention, I mean, Jared Cook is old. He's old. So, uh, I mean, obviously, we're not going to talk about his uh, age as, like, his value post-draft. The main thing is the addition of Adam Troutman, but they wouldn't have added Adam Troutman if they thought they could get a couple more prime years out of Jared Cook. That's that just a big screamer to me that they don't believe in the longevity of the player. So if they, if the team doesn't believe in it, you shouldn't. So that, that, those are my thoughts on Jared Cook.
2: I might push back on this one a little bit and you're damn right. It's because he's my starting tight end in Scott's tots. Um, <laughs> I also, I like, to be fair, I have, I have OJ Howard, Cameron Brate, and Gerald Everett, and I, I'm really suffering at tight end oh. in that league. Anyway, so. Oh, know, Howard, like the reason I don't <laughs> think he's that big of a faller is because, were you really counting on him past this year? I, I wasn't. I plan yeah, on using him this year and probably mm. either trading for another tight end or drafting one or whatever. It. Like, it's um, insane. I think yeah. he's going to be usable this year. Like, Adam Troutman went to the University of Dayton, coach of, uh, or sorry, uh, alma mater of Coach John Gruden, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers legend. <laughs> Gross. But, yeah, not so either. he went to the University of Dayton. He's not going to know how to block, like, an NFL tight end. He's not going to know the playbook of the New Orleans Saints right away. He's going to mm-hmm. take some time. So, Jared Cook, I, I'm pretty sure he's still going to be usable next year. And he'll probably be, like, I mean, in redraft, he'll probably be, like, the 15th tight end off the board or something. And well, you can probably you stream That'd be him, I guess. I which, Which nice. – I mean, he's not going to get you a crazy amount of points. Like, he'll probably finish somehow as the tight end 10 because everyone got hurt like usual with tight ends. But I mean,
0: standard six, PPR seven. If you're saying he's going to sit around 15. Well, I think that's where he's
2: going to get drafted.
1: Yeah, he just finished there. I think the thing with – kind of like with Bush is they can cut him for nothing, no dead cap uh, next year. So, I think they will do that. Probably not, though, actually, because if Breeze comes back, they'll just keep their weapons. I don't know if Troutman, like – Obviously, yes, it hurts his stock. He was a free agent in two years. Like, if you're looking at the contract side of it, Troutman isn't going to be able to learn this offense. He is athletic. He, like, he's great. I don't think he's going to be the starting tight end even probably two years it might take him. But I think Sanders is what ultimately kills his value because you watch – you. Would, everyone just assumes tight ends cover the middle of the field. That's just, like, the go-to, like, oh, you have this tight end. He's going to be over the he's top. A safety the of blanket. The... He'll play yeah, this <laughs> – But Jared Cook
3: – Sorry, if they're an athletic option, they play the seams. If they're not an athletic open, they, uh, option, they find holes in the defense. That's but but the
1: Jared, Jared Cook is the vertical threat on that team. Yeah. Like he, when you watch the games, he is because Michael Thomas has covers the middle of the field. Michael Thomas doesn't catch deep balls because he just doesn't. He doesn't need to. He's more effective in the short game. Slant. San, Sanders is just going to run people off the field just like he did with the Niners. So I think not that Cook had a good market share anyways, but now I think with Sanders it maybe goes down to 15% if he's lucky, because they signed back Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is probably the best tight end on that team in the way that he's used all over the field. And then now you add another tight end. So, like, not that, like – he lost, lost Ted in,
2: though, from that perspective. Yeah. Like, from the Sander, field stretch Sander,
1: Yeah, Sanders is going to be the deep field role, you could say. Because they, really they don't need a wide receiver, too. Like, they – because Kamara is their wide receiver, I, too. I was just
3: about to mention, I mean, Kamara, like, fingers crossed, knock on wood – you're not going to anticipate that he's going to miss a few games like he did last year. And even when he came back, you could tell he was completely banged – not completely banged up, but he was uh, lingering to a, to a certain degree. So, you bring back a healthy Kamara 100% for next season, I mean, he's going to be the number two option in that passing game. And if he's not, he's going to – him and Emmanuel Sanders are going to really take a
1: dent out of the yeah. So, so uh, What we're trying to say is just stay away from Cook regardless. Yeah, okay, like, sure. I don't, don't draft him anyways and redraft our dynasty because – All Great, right, I'm going to need to make a trade with someone then. <laughs> yeah, no, my. Don't uh, worry, my tight ends like Irv Smith in that league, and that's it. But I'm not too. I'm apparently we're gonna have a supplemental draft, and I'm gonna have the first eight gosh. picks. So, can you, can you guess <laughs> yeah,
2: what?
0: Uh, can you guess what my tight end is? uh just oh Mark Yeah, I was his, yeah, uh, I just actually
1: traded. I traded him away today for George Kittle in one of my main leagues. But off, go into, or what was the deal? Uh, I gave him like Keyshawn Vaughn or something with <laughs> for for Kittle yeah. easy. Like I like Vaughn, but what? That all day. Yeah, play. You would do Anderson, and Vaughn for Kittle. I'm, I'm not, I'm not oh, starting. Oh, absolutely, a, I would. Yeah, I'm not, I just, I'm not starting a tight end that plays 50 percent of the snaps over George Kittle. Like it's, he's not going to catch 10 touchdowns. George again. Kittle is the top like eight receiver. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, I'm going to go into wow. mine. I have Tyler Higby. Uh, everyone's riser, or everyone's like buy low, scream dynasty value, blah wow. blah blah, up until the draft. They added Von Jefferson and Bryson Hopkins. We think Cooper Cup's going to get cut, but he's not. Like it. it they can't. Why do you no keep t- saying that? It's not gonna get cut. He might get traded, but or traded. Sorry, cut. traded. Oh, I. I, I it's, it's the same. It's the same dead cap in my in my head. Okay, okay. I'm not traded. <laughs> I was like, what? No,
0: he's. Van he Jefferson. Like, You're Florida game. Yeah.
1: So they took Cam Makers obviously at their first <laughs> pick, but then they go out and take Von Jefferson when they don't need wide van. receiver depth on this. Same difference. A slot receiver. Vaughn. So what? I've been hearing a lot on podcasts and what I think the the Van. Jefferson uh, move means is they're going to – everyone wanted them to go two tight end sets. I think they might try and split back out to 11 personnel more than we think. We have talked about how their pass protection was number one last year. Um, I don't know if Acres – I don't know if Florida State ran 11 personnel. I don't really know how that offense worked because it wasn't much of an offense anyways. But I think they will try to tailor to giving Acres less of a workload at first. They're going to work in Darrell Henderson, Malcolm Brown. So basically what I'm trying to say is Higby's not going to get the play action reps that we thought he was going to to make him a top 10 tight end. I still think I might have him in a couple of weeks if he's like my 13th, whatever, 10 to 13th, like my tight end one if I just boot the position altogether. But I don't think he's going to have that volume and that production that we thought he was going to have. Um, and they added Bryson Hopkins, which not saying he's going to lose his job or anything that's another tight end that in Purdue. I think
2: he's to replace Gerald Everett because Gerald which, Everett's yeah. a free agent after this year so yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they're just replacing Gerald Everett. Mm.
1: And Bryson Hopkins played kind of a similar tight end in Purdue this sort of the, the play action vertical type um, tight end so I just think I'm probably just going to stay away from Higby. Um, I, don't, I was like kind of on board but now that I think they might move back to 11 personnel and try to utilize their pass protection a little more I think that it will sort of fizzled down what we saw last year and they are just completely 21 personnel the whole time. Everett
2: yeah. show. sorry, I just want to mention something. Uh, Everett was kind of breaking out before Higby broke out. If anyone remembers this, yeah. like during the yeah. season, Everett was starting to come on and everyone was really excited about Everett when he came out of school. Cause he was like a small school kid with like, he was kind of like Adam Troutman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically he, he was starting to break out and then I think he got hurt and Higby kind of took the role and ran with it and obviously I'm not saying that Gerald Everett's the tight end one on the team because the team told you what they think of the tight ends when they paid Higby so obviously Higby's still like the tight end one there but Everett might be more involved than some people are giving like because I know there's some people that are really high on Tyler Higby they're like I'm gonna pick him everywhere um
3: so I I think Everett's still
2: gonna have a role it'll probably be like an Ebron Doyle situation but um, yeah, sure. I think he'll have a role at least for this year when he's still on the team. Obviously, he's a free agent after this year. But to answer um, what
0: offense uh, Florida State was running, it was running inefficiently. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's, a good but, answer.
1: That's how I would answer. I that. like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys like the, you like the Florida State slander. It's going to be everywhere. Um, no, it, but Cam Akers was very highly uh, participating in, in not just the pass blocking because that was a mess. Um, another hit on Florida State, but the receiving game as well. Uh, he was very much counted on there. Um, mainly, that's just the fact that they had they have two people. They have uh, Scary Terry, a uh, wide receiver that's going to come out this year. He's going to be a god. He just is. He's just a very talented guy, he's like KJ <laughs> Hamler. Not and, Terry
3: McLaurin for people watching. Tomorrow and no. Terry. Yeah, yeah, the better Terry. No. Yeah,
0: basically. Just kidding. Um, yeah, and Cam <laughs> Akers. That was it. That was their offense. And when their quarterback can't even complete a pass, you know, 10 plus yards uh, down the field, you're going to Cam Akers. So. Very highly uh, active player for Florida State. So, that's going to translate at least in some fashion to the Rams' offense, which means that the tight ends, how valuable can we look at them being um, for
3: the future? Yeah, for sure. Uh, sure, I'm just going to get get right into my guy. Uh, Bush uh, maybe crying uh, in the corner once he hears that two of our followers are two of his tight ends he mentioned. And uh, mine is O.J. Howard. I mean, obviously he plays for Bush's team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh to me, he's a clear loser of the post draft cycle. I mean, and I truly, honestly, don't believe that's really up for much debate. I mean, first. Oh, I'm going
2: to debate it. Go for yeah. it. Firstly,
3: the team added former Pro Bowl tight end Rob Gronkowski in the offseason, who has a rapport with their newly signed quarterback. He hasn't in, right?
1: played in three years. I
3: get that, but he, he, they didn't they they take him out of retirement and trade, trade for him for no reason, right? So, uh, just that. To add to that, Howard was a prime breakout player, as we mentioned in the Riders video. Everybody totes these breakouts every year. Well, Howard was that guy last year. People were taking him in the fifth, sixth round, really poised to break out in terms of athletic, talent, opportunity standpoint. And he just fell flat on his face, plain and simple. Didn't finish in the top 25 tight ends last season for a guy that was taken within the top seven. So that, that just shows you what you got from him. Uh, that was a role uh, to be a tight end one. And he got that role of being the tight end one taken from him this year. Uh, there were hopes. People were clinging on. Obviously, uh, there was still, still potential during the draft. OK, maybe Tampa trades him. Maybe he ends up in a place like people were saying New England. People were saying uh, other opportunities that would uh, really give him a, a, ch- a chance to show his talent and become their true tight end one. Well, that didn't happen. Overall, Power to me is by far the biggest post draft loser at the tight end position. The simple fact that the talented tight end was not moved to a better situation. Nobody's gonna argue with his talent. Nobody.
2: But I'm I'm gonna argue the situation so on cool. you though. So, so cool. to non simple minded people, OJ Howard is the tight end one on the team still. He's still gonna play the most snaps. Okay, but I mean in terms of Rob the Gronkowski's department.
3: in you okay, the most snaps, well, if you're arguing that his
2: snap share that he's gonna play is as a blocker. Um is anyone here arguing that Rob Gronkowski is a worse blocker than than OJ Howard? Because Rob Gronkowski is ch- going to block more than O.J. Howard does.
3: Not a chance, but, I mean, when we were looking at it before the draft started, people were clinging on to the hopes, okay, maybe he, he gets moved to a situation that will utilize him better. We saw last year how badly he was utilized by Bruce Arians. Not to mention that you're adding legit, again, I'm not going to argue in terms of targets. I don't think Rob's going to get a ton of targets. But Tom Brady's biggest weapon in the prime years of his career was Rob Gronkowski. They didn't just bring him into not use him at all, right? So you're basically. No, so getting...
2: I, I think they're going to use Gronk. I just don't think Gronk is not play, is not going to play the amount of snaps that he played in New England. I think everyone mm-hmm. can probably agree with that. Well, yeah. Uh, Howard is. If you look at what Brate's snap share was, he was mainly as a move tight end. I think they kept Howard because they want to use him in that role. I think they're gonna like if they go, um, they, they run like a vertical set where they have two slot receivers. I think it'll be Godwin and it'll be Howard in the slot. And they're going to keep Gronk in line to block, or maybe he'll go on on a route as well. I, I I think we run a lot of two tight end sets, and I think Brate's the one who's like a huge loser, like completely irrelevant at this point.
3: I mean, he wasn't really on Raiders to begin with. No,
2: no, obviously yeah. not. But I, I do think if they were going to, if they wanted to get rid of Howard, they would have. And sure. maybe they still could. Maybe they'll trade him for like a second round pick or something. But I think they're going to use him. I think Howard's going to have some value. I don't think he's going to be a tight end one or anything, but would it shock me actually why well, this guy was a tight end one last year would it shock me if he's kind of like a Dallas Goddard of their offense no it wouldn't shock me
3: I the thing is between uh separating between uh Dallas Goddard and OJ Howard is you look at Philadelphia's uh wide receiver position last year you look at the Tampa Bay yeah Buc- obviously obviously, obviously yeah the
2: the, the volume yeah. probably won't be there but it wouldn't shock me if Howard's efficient with whatever volume he gets he,
3: he can fully be efficient I just think simple uh he he, everybody wanted I mean let's be honest here everybody in the fantasy industry wanted OJ Howard to be moved to a better situation during the draft I mean I think think
2: this is a good situation for him if he's a move tight end it is a good situation for him because he's by far the best athlete at tight end in the entire NFL minus George Kittle
3: I mean that's debatable but I mean I I think think he's a
2: better athlete than Evan Ingram for his size yeah I don't
3: know that's debatable to me but uh either way I mean Evan Ingram's
2: like 20 pounds lighter he ran a four four
0: two too. You know, he's basically a fucking wide receiver playing tight end. Yeah. Again,
3: I'm not I'm not discrediting the talent that OJ Howard owns. I just don't I just don't see any way he's gonna really. I don't know. He we saw he wasn't utilized last year. They added just another weapon in Robin Gronkowski. The overall, if it, not the efficiency is going to be better, but the overall volume of the offense is probably Gronk isn't going to be,
2: isn't gonna be a weapon, though. He's going to be a secondary piece that you is used as a blocker and is going to have packages. He's not going to be the tight end one. I'm willing to bet anyone that OJ Howard plays 20 plus percent more than uh than Gronk is like on the field.
3: He may play more, but I just feel like in terms of uh, where you're going to want him to be played, obviously in the red zone, obviously in efficient situations, Gronk's going to be on the field. Oh yeah. He's going to siphon Howard.
2: touchdowns and for shit sure. from him. No, no doubt. But and his, 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 his volume's capped anyway, because he's like his, Godwin's going to get 120 plus targets and Mike Evans is going to get 120 plus targets. So he's not going to see a huge amount of volume. So
3: when I look at OJ Howard, I mean, he's not going to present a ton of volume and he's not going to present efficiency in the touchdown department. So, I mean, what value does he really provide you as a fantasy owner? Perhaps may be, draft none of them. Yeah, to me to me,
2: to me, to me, he can be started as a tight, as like a streaming tight end in a good matchup, in my opinion. Once we see yes. how he's being utilized, obviously, if we For get sure. to the preseason and he's never on the fucking field, then don't don't like pick him or don't use him. But the way I anticipate him being used is he's gonna get like five targets a game. Still, I think he's gonna he's still gonna have a role, and I think he's gonna be efficient with whatever targets he's given.
1: Are we are we looking at this in redraft or dynasty? Uh, uh, in I mean, probably, I guess 60%. this would be
2: this would be redraft the way I'm thinking of it, but oh, um,
1: well,
3: like
1: we—it's going to depend on the, the
2: situation's murky with Gronk there. I don't think Gronk plays more yeah, than two years. So in in so Tampa, so
1: Gronk Gronk's on a one-year deal, correct?
2: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, Maybe
1: and then they can, they can cut slash trade Cam and Brayton next year, not this year, because it's like a five million dollar cap, that, and they can save seven million dollars next year, the year after. Like, whatever they decide to do it. They've been able to cut
2: him for dead cap, like, the last two years.
1: Yeah, Yeah. not sure. He probably got a roster bonus or something. They they love him for some reason. So, what I'm saying is, you take out Gronk this year, let him learn under one of the best tight ends in the league, which I don't think he has much to learn. It just takes time for tight ends. I got us pulled up the hit rates. In round one, year three wide receivers, or, sorry, tight ends, there's six of them. 17% of the six finished in the top six fantasy tight ends. And over 60% finishes the top 18 tight end and 33 as a tight end one. So, like, I think that we just over-exaggerate that tight end should produce right away. And this is the perfect um, sort of narrative for him to produce now. He's going to be, like, the seventh offensive weapon. He's not going to be relied on like he was last year because he was, like, the – at the time, he was probably the second best weapon, like, preseason because we didn't know Chris Godwin was going to be what he was. So, he was, like, everyone was, like – top three for sure. Yeah, so I think that it's, yes, redraft. Like, don't draft Gronk either in redraft. Don't draft any of the three tight ends in redraft. No, it's going to gonna be me. a committee. The, the, no, the only three pass, It's going to be a mess.
3: The, not pass. The only th- – sorry, I called it pass because I was obviously Brady. But the only three bucks you're really even touching in terms of uh, – actually four because, I mean, when you consider like Ronald Jones. But, I mean, you're, from that receiving game, you're only touching Godwin, you're touching Evans, and you're touching – May- oh yeah, sorry Brady. I forgot about Brady. But Re- yeah. Redraft, I thing. wouldn't
1: even. I wouldn't even touch probably Vaughn. Just to, I mean, depends on my agency, like and redraft. To dispense. I wouldn't But what I'm saying gonna, is, I think I'm
2: going to be owning a lot more Rojo than I will Vaughn because I think yeah, Vaughn's going to go way higher.
1: So what I'm saying true. is, they're not going to have a tight end under roster except for OJ Howard next year. Because if OJ Howard, they realize that he's whatever he's developed, which I I don't know. I think he's a good talent tight end anyways. Like he, I he's, think
2: he's good if you're rebuilding. For sure. If you're if you're not trying yeah. to win this year, I think and people are people are probably writing them off right now. Like you could probably get them for dick like diddly and fuck right next
1: now. Next year, next year the Bucks are kind of rebuilding in a way. Like they're not like they are they have Brady, but like they, might be yeah, yeah, they, they might, the might be, yeah, they might be retooling
2: their quarterback situation. They'll probably go get fucking Aaron Rodgers or something. So, so like, yeah.
1: So what we're saying is the stock is way down. Yes. The stock was down already, I think, yeah. too in terms of like the whole community, but go buy because yeah. this go is what happens with tight ends. This is what yeah. happens with tight ends. We saw this with kind of Mark Andrews. Um, he just had really overproduced in the tight end column. And I think we can see that with OJ Howard. Because, I mean, I think Chris Godwin, they need to sign him back next year, right?
2: They're going I, – I think he – I don't think – I'd be shocked if he doesn't have a contract by week one this year.
1: So, they'll probably cut Cameron Bray next offseason to save that $7 million for his contract type thing. Yeah, so he'll these be things gone all after play into it. sure. So you, sure, have to look sure. at, you have to look at all of it for sure. So I would say stock down, but I would buy aggressively if, you're, if your dynasty down. league has a tight end I mean, spot. You, you'd
3: probably get him for like a, a third round pick at this point. Yeah. I mean, and that's like a flyer. Mm,
1: yeah, like what,
2: would you rather have Adam Troutman or O.J. Howard? Like I'd rather exactly. have O.J. Howard like any day of the week. Yeah, exactly. And always
0: remember that the only thing worse than a tight end committee is a kicker committee. Corey, you faller of Yeah. <laughs> the all trust. right.
2: So speaking of, of feet – and uh, Achilles tendons. We got Will Disley here of the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. <laughs> um, so I, I saw a stat on Twitter. I could not find it. I was, I was looking for it again, and I couldn't find it. And it basically said there was like an under 10% chance that um, a receiver or tight end would have a top 10 or a top uh, 25 season after they tore their patellar or their, um, or their Achilles tendon. Well, Will Disley's done both So in the span of two years. So that's not ideal. Uh, Not to mention the fact that they drafted Colby Parkinson in the fourth round. Thad Moss is backup who I don't know how he got drafted in the seventh. uh, And they brought in Greg Olson as a free agent. They still have Luke Wilson and Jacob Hollister. They got as many tight ends as the Chicago bears at this point. Um, Will Disley is probably the best one on the team, like from a talent perspective, but the dude can't stay on the field. Like he's missed, like he's had two serious injuries. And you don't want to say someone's injury prone when they've had two freak injuries like that. But They wear on your explosiveness. They wear on your ability to train and stuff like that when you have those type of injuries. And let's not pretend like this is like a crazy offense that you want a part of the pass catchers anyway. Like they're still (laughs) going to run the ball a lot. They have two stud receivers that are establishing themselves as like forces in this league. And um, yeah, actually, that's that's all. That's pretty much all. Like the the tight ends, it's going to be a tight end by committee here too, and it's even less appealing of a situation considering the type of offense that they run. So. Yeah. I, I'm all the way out on Will Disley. He's going. He's still going like decently high. Like I had guys like Dawson Knox and stuff
0: who I'd much he, rather he's, have. He's
1: young. That's why everyone just sees the age attached to it. And yeah, they think it's a good value.
0: I, I'm good. I'm, I'm with you. I'm good. And really, based off the fact that Seattle already told us he's not going to come back healthy, he's not going to come back efficient by going after Olson. So I'm a complete pass on on Disley, which is unfortunate because I owned a lot of shares of him last year. Um, I was very happy with what he gave me, but it's unfortunate he fell down of injury and shit. Just it's just gonna it's not gonna get better for him, uh, especially knowing that they went ahead and draft drafted not drafted. Well, yes, drafted a tight end and then got Olson as well. So I'm I'm good on Disley.
3: Yeah, I mean uh, you just mentioned Steven Sullivan's backup. Oh, sorry, uh, Thad Moss's backup. Stephen Sullivan got drafted. And Thad Moss himself didn't. Whoops, I, I made <laughs> a slip. <laughs> but yeah lucas
0: any thoughts
1: i mean i i don't know i would just take travis kelsey or george kittle early or (laughs) take one of the gusecki i I, once you get past
2: like i think johnny smith is going like tight end 15 or something once you get past like guys like him you're you're literally fucked. and
1: like i don't even know if i like like i like johnny smith but i don't even know if i'd want to start him i wouldn't want to start him but i would want to have two or three guys like him that i could choose to start yeah i usually like last year i went full tight end early and it kind of worked. I, I, it's hard to tell if it actually works because like, like we say all the time, we feel like we're pretty good at drafting to where we can make up for that, you could say, or whatever, however you play your strategy out. So just in a dynasty league, like you said, go buy these, not rookie tight ends, but these younger tight like no Fant right now, go buy them. I know that yeah. like it might not look good, but cap space maneuvers, cap space adjust, players have to leave, vacated targets open up. TJ Hawkinson is another guy. I mean, people are kind of buying into him right now. He's going to take time to develop Hayden Hurst, the guys that come in with a lot of vacated production, like, it has to eventually even out. Like, Julio's not getting more targets than he already does. Calvin Ridley's not getting more targets than he already does. It's hard to get more than 13 targets a game as it is. So, all these guys, I guess that was last video, but this is the faller. So, yeah, just don't even draft to Seattle tight end, the Bears tight end. Um, Yeah, I mean, and another thing with that is too, the Cardinals now have Isaiah Simmons, so you cannot play the. They're playing the Cardinals against the tight end role. Yeah, and they
2: and they cut uh, or did they cut Hassan Redick, or did they? They just
1: didn't exercise the fifth year option. Oh, okay,
2: all right. I thought they cut him. They should cut him.
1: So basically, sucks.
2: Just yeah, for the record, I don't know why I loved him coming out of school. I don't like. First of all, they're using him as an off-ball linebacker. I was just about to say, why are you
3: using him as an out, uh, fucking off-ball linebacker at this point? He he was an edge yeah. rusher all the way to me when I was watching him. Yeah,
2: he he's tight. He he's he's pretty much tight end at this point. He just gives up so many points to them that he's basically the position. Yeah, well,
0: that's well, what they yeah. That now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's gonna be our uh, our wrap up for our tight end ballers. Again, risers was yeah. yesterday uh check that out if you haven't yet um that'll be somewhere around the screen or maybe uh somewhere in our channel so just hunt for that um we also did wide receivers and running backs and quarterbacks as well earlier uh so check those out as well bush lucas penny that's a wrap thank you for being here like subscribe hit the bell comment down below why we're dumbasses. we love to see you there
3: yeah, for sure. Uh, t- tell me how I look like an idiot uh, with the bandana, even though I'll just tell you I look like a fucking fascist demon. Looks like
0: an idiot no matter what, guys. <laughs> that's a wrap for the video. Easy.